right now i'm recording okay i'm recording too let's freaking get it let's freaking do it let's freaking get it and do it dude let's get into it and get to it i do think that it is quite some uh some bs uh we got to talk to jonathan about this you know i need to know what's going on with microsoft why are they sending signals oh, to people's computers nah. to uh restart just whenever i've never i've never seen this oh, okay before. I thought you were about to talk about that Microsoft Edge TikTok, but oh yeah, it's a family friendly podcast. We can talk about that too. But if you say it's no, family friendly, not then about I'm not talking. <laughs> if y'all want to, if y'all want to know what what uh, Microsoft TikTok we're talking about, then uh, let me know. Let me know in the Discord. Join the Discord. Talk about it. Playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Go ahead and join the conversation. We should talk more there. We should just have all our conversations on the Discord. See, I would, but we literally have two other Discords that we're a part of that we also, like, you know, talk in. And that's just, uh, you know, I feel like I can't saying, double we up. Have, we also have two Discords, but we also have our DMs that we talk to each other. And I'm saying just that put the DMs true. out in the, okay. in, in the pod. We don't be talking about nothing private. True. We'll just true. be booling. So, well, let's let's do that. Let's let's yeah, keep. Let's, we gotta show support to the Discord. Exactly, because I know y'all. There's some people in there that may just be wanting to, you know, have some conversation with us. They may be a little nervous. We need to be the leader. Oh, scared. Yeah. Exactly. Snowbike Mike scared to talk up in the He's Discord. Scared to talk. Frankly, is he still in the Discord? I think he I'm is. Looking. Maybe not. He may have left. He is not in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh nah snow bike Dang. mike you better join back in this discord mike. come on now you know who is in the discord who's in the discord uh emmett watkins jr bro we gotta get emmett back emmett on, I, I, I see my man's jr. on the on twitter and i'm always you know i'm picking up what he's putting down you know every every tweet okay. i'm liking i want to i want to uh communicate with him once again okay yeah we'll, we'll get him on we'll get him on soon i'm sure he'd be happy to come on Beautiful, beautiful. I'm sure there's a lot of other people we should probably add on as well. It's just so hard to organize people to come on. It's hard to do this damn podcast as it is. True. You know? Because we live in our lives, bro. It's not like we're professional, you know, podcasters. Hell no. I got to make money. <laughs> you and got to sleep and play video games. Exactly. exactly. I got to put food in my dog's mouth. Damn, son. I got to put food in my cat's mouth. My little, my little hard-headed little cat, bro. Hey, you still you, you looking for a cat? I'm I'm just uh, trying to put that out there, you know. If you're if you're looking Hell for one, no. Well, Why are you trying to give away uh Cayenne? Uh he's just very uh rebellious, bro. And I don't know if it's just his teen phase or not, but like my man is like he's like an, a whole entire op, bro. Like I just oh, feel like I feel like when I'm with him, it's like gang warfare sometimes. It's like we're on our Bloods <laughs> and Crips type, you know, stuff right now. Cause he, he'll do something are you? just to spite me. I'm, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Dang, I, was about to, I was really about to just, you know, throw out an answer. That would not have been a smart move. We don't know who's listening to this podcast. He'll just like hop up in my chair, which, you know, obviously that's not, that's not like the end of the world. You know, most people will be like, oh, he's just hopping in your chair. But he does this maliciously, bro. Like, let's say I'm sitting him in my chair all day, right? Majority of the day. I get up to go just grab like a drink of water. You know, I'm trying to hydrate. You got to hydrate or dehydrate. It literally 10 seconds, bro. <laughs> 10 seconds. This man comes out of a fucking woodwork 
and I see him, I hear the chair spinning around because he just hopped his fat ass <laughs> in the fucking chair. Oh, let me, let me not, let me not. I, you, you heard me start to get heated. Right My there, man is good trigger. I got a little heck? trigger right there. Sorry, sorry to the the family friendly folks at home. Uh, but Kyan. <laughs> You're you're on the you're on the shit list right now, my guy. And he scratched me today, so you know we. Oh no, we not we don't appreciate violence. We don't appreciate violence, and uh, he seems to appreciate it a lot. So shout out to uh, that's crazy. The kind if you if you're a Cayenne hater, you're you're a friend of, you're a friend of mine. An enemy of my enemy <laughs> is, my, is my friend. <laughs> no, I'm playing. How is that? How's Angelique dealing with Kaya? Is she straight? Bro, she's straight. That's because she's not the disciplinarian, you know? She's not the one. Dis- like, I'm the one, like, if he's getting into some trouble, I got to be the one to, like, you know, resolve the issue. I got to be the, the strict parent. She's the one. She's just yeah. like, hmm, I have a cat. <laughs> cat, yay. <laughs> we can come with the cat. Oh, and I'm nah. like, bro, he's he's scratching up the carpet. Like, what are, you gonna, what, what are we going to do about it? So, <laughs> so that's why he's got beef with me. And then, you know, he retaliates, and then I have to retaliate, and, you know, so we, we, we're, we're constantly, we're constantly uh, at each other's throats, basically, but it's all love. Vicious cycle. It's a vicious okay, cycle of, okay. of, of love a little bit, so shout out to, shout out to Cayenne, well, I guess. Shout out to Cayenne one time, uh, but also let's shout out to this podcast starting, all right? Shout How out to Player Player. Sync up. Shout out to Player Player. Let's sync up and get this show on the road, because we got a good one today. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. One, two, three, clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 162 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday, every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the snack that smiles back. Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me. I'm a whole entire snack, okay? You know, but not not in the way that you know some people may be interpreting it. You know, colloquially nowadays, people think snack equals uh, you know attractive individual. No, I am a snack. You can consume me. However, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put in the effort. If you want to consume me, you're gonna have to find me. You're gonna have to chase me, and you're gonna have to hunt me down, okay? And uh, let's just say I'm not easy prey, okay? In some cultures, I might even be considered a predator. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, okay. uh, what? Wait, wait a minute. What cultures? Oh no, not the human culture. Not the American culture. Let's, I hope. let's just stop the bit right there, bro. That shit is. I, we might have to cut that out, bro. I can't. I can't, I can't oh, have. I can't. Nah. nah. I feel like somebody's gonna cut. They're gonna. They're gonna take that shit out of context. Some far right media. Some far media right channels gonna, gonna cut this. Arsene Lockpot is a predator, and then I'm gonna get canceled. You have bro. him admitting to it. Damn. Absolutely. You don't want to. You're gonna be up there. You're gonna be down there with the baby. I'm gonna be, whoa, not with the baby. You, they sending me to the baby jail. Yeah. Shit. The baby jail. You're you gonna be it. in that big old, his big old head jail. Oh shit, shaped like a, a PT cruiser. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's messed up. I don't want to go there. So I completely retract. I'm. A, I'm. A, let's go ahead and have my apology. You know, statement put in. 
we're going to include that in this podcast episode as well. So that way we can handle the controversy okay. all in one. You know, hey, guys, I just want to apologize for my earlier comments. Uh, when I said that, you know, I, I could be considered a predator, that was completely false. Okay. That was just a simple uh, misspeaking um, and a slip of the tongue. So sorry if I, you know, offended anybody with, with that one. All right. Apology over. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep it rolling, bro. Quick applause for your apology. All right, man. Just a quick reminder that if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link and donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, you can help by sharing the show to your friends and leaving a positive review on your podcast platform of choice, preferably iTunes. Uh, don't forget, guys, you guys can also go to playerplayerpod.com to get all the information about the show, uh, learn about the show, get uh, different links. Uh, that you can use to stream the show x y and z uh, so go check that out and without further ado let's just jump right into it how's everything been going for you the past week bro life's good man life is good um i'm trying to think of like the major you know highlights um the biggest thing that i can probably think of is probably like uh yesterday i went to aldi's for the first time in, in a couple of years man or maybe since like Shit, I don't know, middle school, high school, or something like that. But all these, you know, it's, it's kind of lit. I, I like the, I like their model. You know, you go, you roll up. For those who don't, I don't know, is all these a a, a countrywide thing? Do y'all have all these up in Seattle? Uh, I don't think so. And you know, I I'm familiar with all these. Obviously, okay. I'm from the south. I had all these down the street, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think we have them in Seattle. Okay, so I know we got a couple of Seattle listeners. Let me just give the quick rundown for those who may not know. All these, you know, just a typical little grocery store. However, the things that you know kind of like make it a little bit different. One, we got your from right off the bat, the, your little cart like selection area. You have to insert a quarter to get a cart. That was always like you know, crazy that. stuff to me. You don't remember that, bro? That's the whole. That's like the the fr- that's the first thing when you walk through the door, bro. If you want a cart, to be fair, to walk I didn't around go into all these much. Okay, so you didn't go in much. See, I was uh, I was a little bit of a all these kind of sort back in the day. My mom would go there sometimes. So you'd have to throw the quarter in there to or in order to get a cart back. So basically, like the the model was or like the idea behind it was, you're gonna want to return your cart because you want your quarter back, right? So like yeah. you know, every, then they don't have to pay anybody to you know go out there get all the carts back. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I see. I so, see. And that's a little, little big brain moment right there then also when you roll in there it's a very like you know kind of direct like passageway through almost some like some ikea type shit where you know you'll go and you'll get in you go from point a to point b to point c and then you can get out so um and also i think they don't they don't have bags allow black people whoa that's that's a big part of it (laughs) i was just i just I just was waiting for the. Actually, they actually don't. Um, actually, they discriminate against many races that Aldi does. Yeah, I had to. I actually had to go in in whiteface. Actually, you know, I made sure to. Oh wow, that's crazy! Hide a little, hide a little bit of face makeup in, and I covered up my little hands. We have, and we have two clippable moments for you here <laughs> in this podcast <laughs> for alt-right media. Holy <laughs> shit! Really? That shit, we might have to make that the title. Arsan is officially an alt right avatar. I am the, oh, the face, no. of, <laughs> face of the alt right. Holy shit. Okay, no, no, no. We got to chill on all that. But yeah, all these is lit. Um, <laughs> I had a good time in there um, and picked up some, picked up a couple of thingies there. A lot of off brand stuff. That's kind of their model, too. They have a lot of like off brand stuff, which allows the, the sh- your shopping experience to be 
a lot cheaper than it may be if you go to like your Publix or Walmart. So had a good time, man. Okay. Save save some bucks. You know, you can never go wrong with saving money while grocery shopping. That's However, a fact. The off brand uh, Rice Krispies I got were kind of ass, but okay, you know, you win some Rice Krispies. <laughs> They, they, they're called crisped rice treats. But when I tell you, bro, oh, if you look at the on. box, the, you look at the box and you look at the wrapper of each one, they look the, they literally stole that shit exactly from Rice Krispies. The only the <laughs> only thing that's different is the text. It says crisp rice treats. So I don't know. Lawsuit, maybe. Okay. I, I don't know how I don't know how copywriting maybe. works with uh with goods like that, but that was the highlight. <laughs> that was long story short, that was the highlight of my week. There may have been something else, but you know me. Wait, there definitely was something else that I said I was going to write down. But you know, typical player, player fashion, your boy forgot. We don't so, write shit. Let's go. We don't write shit down. So y'all will never know unless I remember it next week to write it down. Oh, I do. I actually, I do remember real quick. And yeah, I know we're okay, kind of pushing, right. we're kind of pushing time right here, right here. So I want to go through it really quick. Um, One thing that I failed to mention a couple weeks back, you know, I remember I had mentioned there was a little surprise I had. Your boy got the Boomerang from the Boomerang X Whoa. Special Edition Collectors. And let me tell you, bro, this shit was definitely, it was definitely a miss, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not gone outside to throw no. it. It may, it may be, like, fine. But it's definitely one of those things where, like, you, you know, you just imagine something that you hype up in your head. Right, you know, I know everybody has had like you know those moments, and then you like finally like you know get it. Maybe it's like a pair of shoes or something that you like were like, yeah. "Whoa, these look kind of sick." But then when you get it in person, you're like, "I don't know, bro. These are kind of kind of look like something." So that's kind of how I felt about this boomerang here. For starters, it's like painted. The design of like the uh, the boomerang from the game is painted on um, the boomerang itself. But it's only on one side. So the other side is just like mm. bare wood, which I get because mm. they kind of like made it like super like collector friendly where they want you and they put like holes in it so you can hang it up. But I'm also like, dang, y'all couldn't paint both sides. So I could like, you know, be rolling around like in a little cosplay type thing. Call me Mr. Boomerang All X. Right. But, you know, needless to say. It was a it was a little bit of a bust in my opinion, but I still have that boomerang. What's the aftermarket code. price looking like the aftermarket price, bro, probably uh sixteen cents, bro. I, I genuinely have no idea <laughs> if anybody would want this. Um, so <laughs> I mean, it, cut that part out. Cut, cut that, that part, part out. Edit back in. Edit back in. Holy shit, bro! I cannot believe this boomerang. <laughs> Honestly, you know, somebody's gonna have to pay me a thousand dollars to part with this because this thing is so fucking sick. Go ahead and edit that in. I'll edit that in. Also, it is one out of fifty. I got number nineteen right Damn. here. So if you want number nineteen of uh, boomerangs from Boomerang X, then uh, <laughs> hit me up, bro. I'm your guy for it. But yeah, okay. that's all right. <laughs> that's what I forgot to tell people. And I got a boomerang X code. I don't really have like a big giveaway thing that I you know have an idea. So I don't know if you have an idea we can do something. But if not, you just hit me up on Twitter or something. You got yourself a boomerang X okay. code on Steam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I'll think about it. But yeah, maybe we'll just give it away on the player player pod Twitter account or something like that. Uh, maybe we'll say, "Hey, follow us." That's how. That's how follow we're doing. Follow us, boosting follows. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, all right, that's it for me, bro. Yeah. Take the wheel for me. I've been, I've been yipping and yapping about all these in boomerangs, bro. I need you to take over. Yip, yip, yap. It's all good, bro. Um, basically, long story short, 
uh, it's been a decent week. Um, I was on call last week, so uh, nothing crazy was happening. Watched a lot of Olympics. Nice. You know, Olympics have been wild. Uh, you know, watching watched a whole ass volleyball game, women's indoor <laughs> volleyball Olympic game, uh, U.S. versus. Hell, if I know they they lost, so I, why would I remember? Exactly. They were, you know, they lost. We, I don't remember the losers, bro. History wow. doesn't remember the losers. That's crazy. Uh, so watch that. Love volleyball. You know, it's ever since I started watching Haikyuu, bro. I'm fucking tuned in, locked in. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they did a center dumping. That's amazing <laughs> stuff like that. So it's just super litty. Watching all these random sports, bro. Pole vaulting, triple jump, you know, steeplechase. Just random stuff, highlights and stuff. So, it's I didn't watch the steeplechase, but let me tell you, it's freaking weird. It's the one where you gotta, you know, you're like running track, but also you gotta run in like man-made water, like a man-made puddle. Whoa, I have no idea. You're just like, there's a bunch of like man-made, random ass. Elemental obstacles that you gotta run through. Okay, I'm gonna look this up because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, let me tell you, there's a couple weird, there's a lot of weird ones, actually. Trampoline jumping. Okay. Uh, is a sport. Damn, they're doing a lot I mean, at the Olympics. They really are. They're really doing the most, but they, yet they can't add esports. That's I just saw I'm somebody saying. jump on the trampoline <laughs> for, for two minutes. you tell me we can't add they, And I promise you, the person was not doing tricks. It'd be wow. different if they jump on a trampoline, doing flips and stuff. Jumping straight up, down, straight up, down. We can't add Overwatch to that. Nah, bro, you can't. If you sit, if you have to we sit can't down, add a Fortnite, it can't be in the Olympics. I think that's a, that's the rule, bro. I just made it up. Damn, well, you, let me. That's that's wrong, <laughs> and that's discriminatory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's basically it. Nothing else too crazy. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty quiet week. Speaking of volleyball, I guess Amanda. Uh, Amanda's volleyball team went to the semifinals yesterday, and it was hyped. Uh, it was really fun. It was just like intramural volleyball, and uh, it was it was a good time, man. It's, it's just a scrappy sport, bro. Mm. It's, it's it's just good to it just gets you hype if you know what's going on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, weren't you weren't that, you playing yeah. uh, volleyball at some point in time? I was. That was a couple years ago, and I screwed up my shoulder, so I had to stop. So you're you're out completely. You're out of the game. Yeah, but I like I if I I'd go back and play some more eventually. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, without further ado, let's just jump into the topic for this week, all right? For this week's topic, I wanted to do a, just a little check-in. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to to check in on the next generation. I wanted to check in on 2021. Uh, and I just wanted to assess the situation mm. um, as it stands uh, based off of, you know, what we knew before launch, at launch, and now, and, and what we know is coming in the future. Let's just talk about it. Oh, my edit the podcast alarm went off. But anyways, um, so yeah, let, let's just check in. Okay. I want to... I want to get your opinion on how this first year has been so far for the console mm-hmm. launch. So um, just to preface, right? Uh, you know, obviously Xbox Series consoles, Xbox or PlayStation 5 launched uh, last November. Uh, it was super hyped up. Everybody was stuck in their houses. Um, 
And all we could think about was all these consoles launching, these consoles launching, along with the GTX 1070 or 1090, whatever the freak was dropping. <laughs> um, and they started selling out. They started selling out like crazy. They're still selling out like crazy. And we've gotten a couple games here and there, um, but a lot of delays as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's just talk about it. You have a PS5. Yes. Um, you've been, you have a PC. You have a, what is it, a GTX 1080? 3080, 3080. 3080, 3080. Um, how has this year been for you uh, from a, a hardware standpoint? How has the PS5 treated you? Um, from a hardware standpoint, I think that the PS5 is definitely, uh, it's treated me well with the use that I've gotten out of it so far, but I think of it currently as like, a. it's definitely just an investment for the rest of the generation, you know, like right now, you know, you're not really seeing a lot of the dividends being paid out because, you know, there were some good, there's some good stuff out. Um, however, it's not like, oh, this, I have enough content on the PS5 to last me for the rest of the year to make me want to completely only play ps5 um games over like my switch or my pc for the rest of the year like the ps5 just does not have that type of library yet i think the the main like the the driving like feet like the driving reasons why i even picked up the ps5 this early um had to be just like the like seeing the reviews for games like ratchet and clank um returnal and the final fantasy dlc um mm-hmm. other than that like there was really no reason for for me to want to even pick one up just yet i could have waited for there to have been like a, a way bigger library and like have like a way bigger like i guess like backlog to play through um and just to, just to keep me occupied like through the rest of my i guess ps5 lifetime but yeah man i i, I still i don't regret it though i think that's the the mm-hmm. most important thing when looking back at me like you know scouring the web and you know tuning into all of the alerts i don't regret any doing any of that stuff i thought that um, stuff was like i thought it was fine overall and my experience with it so far has just been i, I guess what's what's the best word to really just describe it it's, it's been straight you know there's no not a lot of not a lot of pros not a lot of cons to it to, to picking up the ps Straight was really. the exact word i was thinking of mm-hmm. straight was the exact word i was thinking of so um yeah, I I also have a PS5. I got it at launch, and I'm very much in the same boat as you. Uh, I will say, like, uh, this has been said a lot on, like, other podcasts and stuff that I've been listening to, but, you know, I, I don't take for granted this launch year has still been better than many previous launch years, especially for PlayStation. Uh, this has been probably one of the best launch years for a console uh, that I can remember, uh, like, Getting Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Demon mm. Souls, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, uh, Final Fantasy, uh, Integrate, um, and then and still we have Deathloop in the pipeline. Kenna, which you know, I have my concerns now. Not necessarily concerns, but I'm definitely not as hyped on it. Interesting, um, but it's it's a it's a we got a really strong like. PlayStation hasn't been slacking by any means. Right. Uh, we've had some pretty good content, uh, you know, coming out the first half of the year. Uh, and unfortunately, we're kind of almost at like a standstill now. Now that Ratchet's coming out, we have Deathloop. And that's really the only big title left. But even with that being said, it's still been a phenomenal year, I would say. 
for a launch year. And, and, um, I, all I would say is I wish it was paced better as, as far as the, the games are concerned. Like, you know, obviously I'm sure they didn't know that, uh, horizon zero dawn was going to be delayed, but also like, do we need to launch returnal ratchet and clank and final fantasy seven integrate all in the same like month, two months. Yeah. Was there like window? a two month window? Um, yeah. When, when the rest of the year is going to be so empty. Right. I mean, I had, I feel like they had to know that there was a possibility for horizon not to make it. So I'm surprised that they didn't have any, like I'm surprised ratchet and clank just didn't get pushed to the fall. Maybe, they couldn't do that just because they needed that big title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe just like everything kind of fell apart and they, there was just nothing they could do due to contra- contractual obligations or just like the announcements they made. But personally, if Ratchet would have came out in the fall and, and kind of kept that cadence alive, I, I, I really would have thought that this was, this would be a goat uh, launch year. Um, on the other side, mm. I'll talk from the Xbox side, you have a PC. Um, when we talk about the hardware itself, uh, I'm very happy with the Xbox Series X. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I think it is, you know, very good at what it does. Like, it's very practical. It's not... Uh, okay, let's let's get into this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, before I, I dive too deep in the console comparison, like... Uh, as far as software goes, I I agree with you. Uh, PlayStation's been in a really good place. I've enjoyed Ratchet and Clank. I actually haven't picked up Returnal. I haven't picked up uh, Final Fantasy Integrate yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, there's been good games. It's been a good lineup. There just hasn't been a lot that is really kind of like the standout Sony, like, hey, look at me and pay attention type game. There has been Ratchet and Clank, and that was kind of the main one. But Returnal looks cool. I'm excited to play it, but I, I'm no rush to play that. Same with Demon Souls when that came out. Miles Morales was one I must that that was a must play. So I'd say they're batting at fifty percent, which is great. But I feel like for PlayStation, it's less than great as of recent. Okay. Um, especially considering Final Fantasy was like basically a DLC. Um, not basically it was a dlc um so i I don't know this is a this is a solid year it's straight like you said it's straight it's just on the xbox side it's even worse honestly it's even (laughs) worse they haven't released like a big major first party game at all like we've had the medium i didn't even play that um and there's really been nothing uh there's really been no first party uh showing um the only thing i would say about xbox is Unlike, you know, it's almost like reverse yin and yang. Xbox has a very strong fall, I would say. Uh, or And even so far in the summer, we're looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death's Door, I think, was a fantastic title that really is going to define that this little summer area for me in terms of, like, just games that I played this summer. Uh, and then going into August, we have 12 Minutes. We have Psychonauts 2. Um, we have Grand or, or Forza. Uh, and we have Halo Infinite multiplayer and I assume Halo Infinite campaign. So uh, once again, pacing, not really there. 
granted, you know, this is a case of kind of the reverse situation where Sony had the game ready. And I'm saying like it, it could have been nice to hold off on some of those games and give each game a little bit of time to breathe and maybe push them to the fall. Microsoft, it seems like a lot of these games are coming down to the wire or they're basically being released as soon as they can be mm-hmm. given like the developer timeline. So I'm excited though. I'm, I'm excited for 12 minutes, Psychonauts to Halo Infinite. I'm excited to try out Forza and Death Store. It was awesome. Uh, and yeah, I, I think there's a lot of potential in the software, but you know, for now they haven't really done much in terms of the first party department or the exclusive department that is really that impressive. The only thing I would say is game pass, which was there before the series X even was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's continued to deliver. So, um, you know, I do want to ask you this. If you, Oh yeah, go I ahead. I was going to say, I do want to say like one thing, this is just, you know, my personal opinion. I speak only for myself here, but I really am thinking now that Xbox doesn't really need, um, the whole first party thing anymore. I think that they've kind of, it obviously, you know, game like these, you know, Xbox, Sony, Nintendo, they're going to continue to release these, you know, first party titles because that's just what they do. But I just don't think that Xbox needs it anymore. You know, with the whole Game Pass model, and here I go again, talking about Game Pass is the greatest, blah, blah, blah. But I think, like, for your average mm-hmm. gamer and consumer out there, this just, like, gives you the ability to, you know, go back and play the games that you may not have you know, immediately had your eye on just because you have, like, this grand library. It's literally, it's literally the Netflix of games right now where, you know, there are mm-hmm. so many things that you could dip your toes into just to try out um, at your, you know, at your will without any real risk involved to it. So I, I just don't really, I feel like Xbox is still pretty, I think they're pretty strong, you know, and I think that game pass is a way to push. It it was a way to push hardware this year, just because, you know, you're now that, you know, you got a new console out, you'll be able to play these games, you know, in their true, you know, high fidelity, you got your 120 frames per second on some of these games. You're playing these games; they're looking super beautiful. I don't know, man. I think I think Xbox is still they're still winning right now, in my in my opinion. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I kind of agree, but I want to look at this from the perspective of okay, you know, it's kind of hard because I just got Game Pass. Uh, like last November, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, from then since you know, from since then to now, like I've been playing a lot of backlog, and I've been really just kind of going through all the stuff that I missed. But if you were somebody that already had Game Pass for years, so you had an Xbox One the entire generation, and you've played all of that stuff, like I still think that you know they could be doing more, like especially in the first party department. Like you bought you bought the Xbox Series X to play next gen games, mm-hmm. uh, or you upgraded your graphics card to play next gen games or whatever, um, and even just in general, next gen games console exclusive or not, like Game Pass hasn't provided that, and Xbox first party hasn't really provided that. Like they they're adding good content, but I would disagree and say like if you are the average consumer and you bought an Xbox Series X for next gen. They haven't really delivered on that promise, um, especially they. I especially don't think they've delivered on that promise as well as Sony has this far, uh, with like Astrobot Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Demon Souls, all those different games. Really, like 
do something at least to say, hey, this is a next-gen game, whether it's just with the dual stints or the graphics or whatever. Uh, there's not that much. There's, it's more of a backlog on Game Pass, which is still fantastic. Mm-hmm, right. But as far as like new content goes, I, I don't know. But I think Death's Door is kind of... I mean, you don't need an Xbox. Is X, Death's Door uh, series exclusive? Uh, Xbox series? I mean, it was... I don't know. Steam and Xbox, I think, maybe. Yeah. I'm assuming you can play it on the Xbox One, but I'm not sure. Probably can. Um, but let's see. That's... Looks like, it, yeah, Xbox One, Series X, and okay. uh, Windows. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would just say, like, in terms of, like, having something that says, hey, yeah, I need to get an Xbox this year, that door is the first game where I'm like, okay, this is a not a console seller obviously but this is something where if i didn't have an xbox right now i would be looking at this and be like oh yeah i'm jealous because this Mm, looks dope yeah um other than that like everything else on game pass has kind of already been there um or like outriders is fine but i don't think it's not it's not something that you look over over the other side and say oh my god like i gotta try that out (laughs) um it's been good but you know, and Yakuza Like a Dragon, something that I'm playing right now, mm-hmm. really fun. But also, I I don't feel like a lot of people realize like, oh man, it has they have Yakuza Like a Dragon on here. I got to check that out. Um, so yeah, they've got the I whole series, I believe, I on uh on Game Pass now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic deal. Um, but as far as like, hey, we're starting a new chapter now. This is the Xbox Series chapter. These are the games that we're building for the Xbox series and PCs moving forward. We are just at the beginning of that uh, story, I think. So I guess coming back to it, I feel like I might know your answer, but uh, as of now, if you had to recommend somebody the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X, which one would you go? Mm, I think, yeah, I think I'm, you probably already know this, but I would probably recommend the uh, Series X, you know, if you had to, you know, if you could only dish out for one, um, just because mm-hmm. PlayStation Sony games are super fun. You know, obviously I've had I had a lot of fun with all the games I've played so far. But like, if you know, that only took me like about what a month or two, maybe less than maybe less mm-hmm. than two months of time to play through all the games that I wanted to on uh on PlayStation Five. So, and that may that may vary for different people. You know, you may not want to play Returnal. You may not want to play Ratchet and Clank. So then, what do you play? You know, I mean, you could get you could opt in for you know PlayStation Now and deal with that service, but who I don't I don't know PlayStation Plus collection the PlayStation Plus collection okay that is a a valid if you haven't um, if you haven't had a PS4 I guess that's true right 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 but still I feel like you gotta go Series X at this current moment in time I think that if we if you give it another three four years I to uh, give me another two to three years and I think for sure I'll be switching that that tune over to, to PlayStation okay. only. So that, that's an interesting comment. So, cause I have kind of a segue for that. Like, uh, there's been a lot of discussion, right? Um, PlayStation has sold, I think they said 10 million consoles so far. Okay. Fastest selling PlayStation ever. Um, maybe fastest selling console ever. I'm not quite sure, but, uh, that's compared to Xbox's six something million Xbox series X and S consoles. Now, Granted, you know, I don't really think these numbers mean a ton right now just because you can't buy either one of them anywhere. Right. So 
Like the fact that oh, PlayStation sold ten million while Xbox has sold six doesn't really mean a lot to me when neither console is available and they keep selling out, right? I think it's going to be a lot more apparent uh, when these consoles are readily available on the shelves and then we see what the numbers start looking like. Granted, I still think PlayStation will sell more consoles because uh, it's not really the main focus of Microsoft Um, because they they also have the PC market and they're still supporting Xbox One to some extent, xCloud, X, Y, and Z. So it's not all about, hey, you need to buy this specific unit uh, to play a certain game or have a certain experience. So naturally I don't think they're ever going to match PlayStation five sales or PlayStation sales, but, uh, that 10 million still, you know, signifies, Hey, like there's a lot of hype for the PlayStation five still. So how do you feel like PlayStation is doing in the, uh, general mind space? I think, you know, you may debate me on this, but mm-hmm. I think PlayStation five is still far and away the most, you know, hyped up console, the most beloved console. Um, and Xbox is, you know, people are buying them, but definitely not as in the popularity or, or um, you know, frame of mind as the PlayStation is with everybody right now. So how do you mm-hmm. think that is looking right now? How do you think that's going to progress in the future? Uh, just want your genuine, genuine opinion on kind of the hype around PlayStation versus Xbox and how that uh, culture war is going to look in a couple years. Um, yeah, I think I'm definitely in agreement with you on the current, like, you know, public view of, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox right now. I think that, um, I think part of that kind of attributes to the the last generation, the opinion of from the last generation, like kind of carrying over into, you know, PS5 versus Series X. Um, because as you know, Absolutely. as you remember, Xbox One, I don't want to call it a flop per se, but like, you know, it was a flop. It was, it was kind of a flop, you know, Microsoft really struggled with that generation. And, you know, a lot of people, like, I feel like pretty much everybody, you only had praises to sing for PS4. You know, everybody's talking about, oh my God, mm-hmm. like all the games on PS4, they're, they're, they're popping. The first parties are insane. Everybody loves it. There were so many great titles, um, that everybody just loved playstation even you know there were some i feel like even if there were issues with the playstation 4 like you know maybe on the hardware side or like you know just outside of the game space um it didn't really matter because i feel like all the games made up for it then we take that opinion we you, you take that opinion and i think that's pretty much just been copy and pasted so far um over mm. into the um P- this current generation and i think that it will continue I think it will definitely continue to be, you know, the same like X PlayStation is better than Xbox. Well, that general consensus will be um, the same over over the next couple of years. But I think that maybe with, you know, the combination of X, the combination of Game Pass and some really strong first party titles, which I think, you know, may come from like, you know, this Bethesda acquisition, maybe some other acquisitions that um, uh, Microsoft has done um xbox might bring themselves up to the level of um of ps5 you know i don't think that we're gonna get like i don't think there's gonna be like you know a like a shift in opinion per se i think that it'll just you know kind of be elevated or like oh wow like microsoft is doing a good job they're doing a good job it's no longer gonna be what the heck is xbox doing blah 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 and i feel like we're already seeing that kind of opinion shift just a little bit you know maybe like the just the rumblings of it happening but i think i think i think microsoft's got the potential 
Like I think I've like I've said in the past, like Microsoft is definitely working their way back up into like the positive light within um within mm-hmm. the public opinion. Because I, I don't think you know I don't think Xbox fans ever hated the Xbox One. I don't think they were like sitting there just like oh my god the Xbox One is you know just the worst console ever. That was obviously mostly you know the haters of you know Microsoft in general. But you know now I think that yeah. they'll have something that they can you know actually talk about to back up their claims of like wow microsoft is doing they're doing well xbox is doing well but we'll you know obviously at the end of the day only time will tell we'll see in a couple of years for sure i mean uh my opinion on this uh is kind of similar so uh obviously like you said playstation came off of playstation 4 generation like shooting a hundred percent like not missing uh just really showing absolute dominance with the games that they that they showcase like the the events that they put on everything was just so polished ghost of tsushima last of us 2 final fantasy 7 remake uh all ending the the last year of the console generation insane uh and it was really kind of like a show of dominance right uh that being said like you know on the flip side we have microsoft who frankly ended the generation with game pass as kind of like hey look this is this is the spark of hope that says hey like we got something here and if we can do the right things and there's a lot of right things we have to do if we can do the right things this could be a generation uh worth investing in for for xbox on the xbox side um so i think a lot of people agree with me here when it says like when you think about this xbox versus playstation thing it always comes down to software Mm -hmm. like where's the software where are the games and i really can't argue that playstation still is the best place for games like uh they still have the premier titles they just came off of a year that was absolutely incredible like i just mentioned Uh, and they're still you know having promises of a lot a lot of great titles in the future like we have horizon zero dawn we have god of war around the corner we just got ratchet and clank which was really awesome uh so i don't see any signs of them stopping uh but i will say this i I feel like we are if we're headed on a graph or something uh say playstation is at the top Mm -hmm. and xbox is at the very bottom i think uh, they're trending in opposite directions i think playstation's kind of trending down a little bit Interesting. and Xbox okay. is trending up uh, and just in general. Uh, and I say this because at the end of the PlayStation four generation, uh, PlayStation was almost like the Apple of video games, right? Uh, they were the yeah. premium product. They were everything they put out. You felt like you could trust. Uh, they didn't really make mistakes. Like whenever they spoke, it was like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is why you want it give us your money and that's it. Right. Like it was very clear cut and it just seemed like they had everything figured out and they couldn't miss. Um, with the launch of the PlayStation five generation, I feel like they have missed a lot. Uh, and like, what do you mean by that? My opinion of that, like in terms of like that Apple comparison, I feel like they've completely fallen off of that comparison for me. Ah, like okay. when you think of, when you think of Apple versus Android, a lot of people will say, Oh, these little things don't really matter. It's all about the games and stuff. But I think of it as like Apple versus Android, right? I'm an Android user. I love Android. But at the end of the day, people are going to say, Oh, it's not Apple. You don't have this shiny thing. You don't have this. You don't have that. But, and it makes sense, right? Because Apple creates a product 
It's expensive, but it works. All the peripherals are easy to understand, simple. And at no point does Apple ever have a press conference or release something where you start second guessing uh, their products. Mm. It's usually like, oh, this is too expensive. Is this usually worth the cost? But for the most part, it's like, hey, here's a charger. It just works. Hey, here's this peripheral. It just works. Hey, here's air tags to find your shit. It just works. works. Do you want to pay that price? I don't know. But I feel like Apple has solidified itself as a brand that people can trust no matter what. No questions asked. We're going to deliver. And that's why we are basically the untouchable phone slash hardware computer company. Android is, you know, fly by night, you know, there's 50 different SKUs. Everybody's making their own Android phone. <laughs> it's all over the place. Wow. Wow. West. Right. Now, PlayStation, PlayStation was in the Apple camp for me where I was like, they're putting out games that don't miss everything. Their, their presentations are so polished up till, you know, the literal PlayStation five reveal event. I keep telling you like, or I keep mentioning like this might be one of my favorite reveal events or conferences of all time, Mm -hmm. just because of how polished it was during COVID. Like they showed an insane amount of games. They showed, you know, miles Morales, ratchet and clank horizon zero Dawn, a ton of indie games all in this one showcase. And they revealed the PS five. That shit was crazy. And then after that, it just seemed like, the decisions they were making were very just like fly by night, very just kind of like, hey, we're just figuring this out as we go. This could be a COVID thing, but it very much is like, all right, now that we're about to launch the PlayStation 5, like we're showing you all these games, Demon Souls. We we're not going to tell you it's a launch title until afterwards. <laughs> also, you can pre-order the console on this day. Actually, it goes live this day. Uh, there's storage. You can expand your storage, except it's not available yet. Uh, as of today, recording this podcast is still not available. It's in beta. Yeah, that's some weird you, stuff. You know, yeah. you don't really know what cart you can use. Of course, people are going to make lists, but at the same time, like it's just so. Uh, it, it feels unplaystation like to me at this point. Uh, after coming off that generation where I feel like these people can do no wrong. They're super polished. They're premium, mm. and now it's kind of just like okay well storage like storage doesn't really work yet it's kind of confusing like the ui is very weird and confusing like the the smart delivery like moving over your like all of that stuff is real like of course people say it's all about the games this stuff won't matter in three years but i think it does matter in the sense of like these are decisions that the company is making and they're basically saying hey yeah this is something we're doing and this looks good to us like let's push it out And I think that's the difference between like an Apple company and like a PlayStation that's like, hey, like we're putting out the PS5. We're confident about the games, but I don't think that they're invincible. Right. I don't think that they are just going to stay at the number one spot forever just by doing whatever, even playing Ratchet and Clank. You know, I think this was like one of the first major PlayStation first party games that I've played in a while where I was like this. This game was fantastic, but it didn't have that flair that like the last four or five games had right like when we talk about last of us 2 god of war spider-man both spider-man uh Mm. like all those games they always had like a little extra that you're like whoa i can't believe i'm playing this like the spider-man in in 2000 whatever year that came out in 2018 what the heck god of war yeah last of us 2 can you believe it looks like this ratchet and clank kind of came out and was like this is a ratchet and clank game 
Yeah, okay. Like, this is awesome. This is a like 9 out of 10 game. But it's a Ratchet and Clank game. And now I'm wondering, like, is this next generation of games going to be, like, this Horizon game is more Horizon. It's a little bit better, but it's still more Horizon. Mm-hmm. This God of War is more God of War. It's, you know, it's great, but it's more God of War. Like, I feel like PlayStation got to where they are today um, with the PlayStation 5 because of, like, those genre-defining game drops over the last five years. Ghost of Tsushima is another example. Returnal is is, a, is a, also a pretty good one where... Like these things are very different, fresh and new. Um, and nobody really expected this to come from PlayStation at the time it did. And now Ratchet and Clank is like, this is very polished, but this is kind of Ratchet and Clank as we know it. Um, so I do think they're still going to make really good games. But I, like you said, I, I don't think they're going to be the runaway success that they have been the past generation. Because on the other side, I think Microsoft is very much doing all the right things. Right, in right. In terms of. Like since the they fucked up everything before, like during the one one X generation, except Game Pass. And since the Series X launch, we've gotten the Series X. The quick resume is unbelievable. Like that is an unbelievable feature mm. that really changes, uh, changes like really like it. That really changes adds gaming a, as a whole. Un, to be un, honest, yeah, it really adds an un, unbelievable level of convenience to gaming when you're switching out, especially paired with Game Pass. Um, you have like the uh what is it the smart delivery which paired with playing on x cloud playing on pc and just having your save transfer seamlessly especially compared to what you have to do on playstation it's unbelievable and then you have game pass which is still delivering uh month after month with you know fire titles not triple a level titles every every time but it's still really really good content um and these are the seeds that they're planning that are like I don't know, man. This is looking closer than I would have ever expected. Like Game Pass is swinging and they haven't even released any crazy first party content yet. That's Death Door, I think, is the first shoe to drop where it's like, wait a second. This is Xbox exclusive on yeah. Xbox and PC. Like this is crazy. If 12 minutes drops and it's the same thing, you're like, wait a second. This is exclusive on Xbox. Psychonauts 2 is not exclusive on Xbox, but it's an Xbox studio. People are like, wait a second. I don't I don't know. This is kind of fire. Halo Infinite Flight just dropped and people are people hyped are about crazy, that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I definitely think that although like it always comes back to where the games are, will Halo Infinite as a full package really hit the heights it needs to? Only time will tell when we get to November or whatever, see how that looks. Will Starfield hit like it needs to? Only time will tell. But they're definitely doing a lot of the right stuff. And they're not there yet. And they might not get there for another year or two. Uh, but I think this race is going to be a lot closer than uh, people may may think it seems. I, like, I think a lot of what's driving the hype of game sales and stuff like that right now is just scarcity, right? Like you want what you can't have. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can't have a P- PS5 makes you want to buy a PS5. If you have the chance to get one, you're going to buy one because it's like, holy crap, these things are so rare. Uh, same with the Xbox Series X. When all of that kind of dies down in a year or two and it's kind of like, all right, like right, let's see, let's see where all the cards are, I think it'll be pretty close. Uh, I still think the PlayStation will be ahead, but I think it'll be a definitely a harder decision to make when we talk about Xbox versus PlayStation and the games across the field. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I feel like you definitely kind of took my whole point. You just—I won't say you stomped on it, but now I'm, you oh, swayed me, bro. You swayed me. What were you saying? I mean, I was just well, saying wait, that. How do, okay, I was just saying that. Like, I think yeah. that Sony will still kind of oh, be at the top. Gonna... Yeah, but my and I agree with get you. Up there. You agree? I thought I, I thought we were saying. I that. mean, I think I think PlayStation will still be at the top, right? I, I don't think that. I just don't think that Microsoft will be that far behind at all. Like, got and, you, and will got they you. take the lead? I think it's very possible, depending on how Starfield. Well, I actually, depending on what you think is the lead, but I think the conversation could very much, you know, turn the other way next year, depending on how they're. It's all depending on how these games actually feel when they release. Like, is Redfall going to be good or is it just going to be meh? Mm-hmm. Right? Is Starfield going to be crazy or is it just going to be really buggy or something? Um, if these games drop right, I think they're going to have a opportunity to be like, Oh, let's turn some heads here. Let's, let's see what's going on. Um, granted there's still God of War coming out next year and that frankly could kill everything that could just (laughs) stop everything to dead in the water. And people could be like, Hey, this is what we need to look at. Same with breath of the wild too. horizon. We'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be good. I I don't know if it's going to be top of the food chain. Good, but. I don't know. I'm just excited, man. I, I like. I feel like I always sound like an expert on this podcast, but I'm very excited to see like a be in a place where like across the board we have different options to choose from. We have different uh, different places competing for our our money and our time because mm-hmm. I feel like that just makes overall better games like i'm so excited that i can look forward to halo and psychonauts this year like from the xbox side that's that's exciting like i'd much rather have that than not right Mm -hmm. um so as much as i love playstation and i'm excited about the continued support of the titles they've already shown us they they're want to invest in i'm really excited about the new opportunities for franchises uh the rebooting of franchises Mm -hmm. we haven't seen in a while what's fable gonna look like what's perfect dark gonna look like all that stuff and so far microsoft hasn't done anything that has alerted to me that they're trying to fuck anything up i feel like they've done everything right um and everything seems promising but only halo halo will tell halo will halo and forza will be the test from there, we'll we'll see what we got. I don't even think I, I think that those will be tests, but I don't think that those will be like the defining factors either. I think, right? Microsoft will have they have other things that may uh, you know get the folks riled up, get us ready ready to go. I really want to know like what the bar of quality is going to be for like Microsoft internal studios because we really don't know. Like, right. I guess Psychonauts might be the first. Uh, tease or maybe forza and halo infinite i don't know but a lot of those games were in development for a long time yeah and they they don't necessarily reflect the start to finish development cycle but like it'll be insane because microsoft has so much money and has so many studios at this point it'll be insane if like every month two months we get a crazy quality game on game pass like even if we got a dishonored 2 level game which you know is not going to be rated a 10 out of 10 by everybody but that is a damn good game right if we get something that quality or above every other month or every month i don't know man that's that's, that's gonna be exciting 
sprinkled in with like the the playstation first party uh like cinematic adventures like i love the cinematic adventures but i love when we can break that up with stuff like death's door with stuff like halo or just like kind of the the non-traditional uh like cinematic triple a games that we typically get it's like so. having your side dish with your with your meal you know you can't you can't just all you can't just eat a steak and then a burger and then like you know a whole ass chicken breast absolutely exactly 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 and sometimes it's not even side dish sometimes it's just dessert right, right. this door felt like a dessert right it wasn't heavy it wasn't perfect it wasn't like this very expensive high budget thing but it was just like i just felt like i was having so much fun the whole time um so i don't know man I, i'm i'm very excited i i think uh keep your eyes open i i don't think playstation is going to be the behemoth just steamrolling over xbox and everybody else um this generation i think it's going to be very competitive i think we're going to get a lot of good products out of it uh and i'm very excited to see what playstation is going to do to define this generation like i i personally don't think that we can just live off of sequels for the rest of this generation as as the tentpole titles right and so far they've done returnal so that's a good sign uh but god of war 2 is coming uh i'm sure ghost of tsushima 2 is coming facts facts uh horizon 2 is on the way uh i'm sure we're, i think we're definitely getting a spider-man 2 sometime mm-hmm. soon so i want to see what in final fantasy remake two, which frankly who the fuck knows what that's going to be like i I definitely (laughs) want that but you know uh, i want to see what they do to fill in the gaps i want to see what they do i want to see like the ghost of tsushima's and the returnals of like three to four years from now Mm -hmm. where they're taking some risks so okay i don't know okay i'm excited yeah games games are just exciting to play bro like i'm just excited to get my hands on some some nice spices, just some 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 new stuff as well. Just some even smaller than you know, Returnal and Ghost of Tsushima as well. Give me more Death's Door light games. Give me give me some Dodgeball Academia. How about that, man? Give me more of those games. Well, we'll see. We'll see how Dodgeball Academia turns out. Maybe it's trash. It's coming tomorrow, bro. I'll let you know. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, with that, I think that's our our yearly or our, our like our console check in. I think by in just a couple months we'll be able to do like a one year i we probably won't need to do it but we can do like a run year one year retrospective on these consoles on this this first year of the generation uh we can you know start to shape up our game of the year talks and stuff like that but let's see this this fall is going to be a big year for xbox uh or this fall is going to be a big season for xbox this spring was a big year for playstation let's see how those two to to those let's see how those two big seasons will kind of compare against each other because who knows a lot of these games could fall flat 12 minutes psychonauts 2 halo infinite i think all of those can definitely be sus i don't think they will be but i think there's the potential to be whereas for ratchet and clank we knew that shit was going to be good Mm -hmm. for the most part um, so we'll see. We'll see. I think it's time to wrap up. All right. Let's wrap it up, bro. All right, baby. Thank you for listening to player player. If you enjoyed it, 
please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Don't forget, if you guys want to join the discussion, you guys can also go to playerplayerpod.com slash discord uh, to get an invite to the discord channel and talk with us. Big shout out, as always, to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, and you can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenico on Twitter or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.